safe as houses. This is podcast number 39. Well, we've learned that sunlight sends vampires into ecstasy, and we already knew that vampires can't enter a home unless invited. Well, in the last episode, vampire Lavinia recovered from a mystical nightmare and found she was able to move in the daytime because she had understood that the world is her home, and her lover Sally had invited her into her home. Lavinia is now exuberantly carrying Sally in the sunlight, running down the state beach where they've been camped. Safe as Houses, Volume 3, Chapter 8, A Dream of Flying. Sally awoke to find herself sitting on cool sand against a scalloped wall which rose behind her, gracefully flaring into a natural amphitheater. Before her, Lavinia sat at the edge of the cliff's shadow, taking off her boots and socks and rolling up her pants. As she stretched her legs and feet into the sun, her eyes went wide. Wow, she said. Damn, that feels good. Only had the sun on my face so far. She stood and danced a few steps. Wow, she repeated, wriggling her toes until they cracked. Sally was still drowsy with the joy of being carried in her lover's arms. With all her heart, she said, That was wonderful, baby. Then, following a train of thought she'd had as she drifted into her trance, she said, Do you think you can stand more? We should know what happens if you take all your clothes off and get the sun on every inch of you. Lavinia laughed with glee. I'd rather take off all my clothes and get you on every inch of me. Sally smiled. I'll come join you in the sun. They were alone on this section of beach. Lavinia happily pulled the rest of her clothes off. She stood naked at the edge of the shadow, not stepping into the sun yet, her body dark against the sparkling ocean twenty feet away. If she saw herself as I see her, she has to know how hot she looks to me right now. With a good will, she peeled off her own dirty clothes, walked to the shadow's edge and into Lavinia's arms. She felt that warm skin like lavender-orange-blossom honey on her own. Mmm, she sighed. Lavinia stroked her back and her hair, tilted her face up and kissed her more tenderly than she ever had before. Sally closed her eyes and reveled in all her other senses. She could feel the heat of the sun just a foot away. Lavinia finally pulled back and said, Welp, here goes. Sally opened her eyes to see Lavinia nervous and excited as she stepped forward. It went even better than they could have hoped. Before Sally's adoring, astounded eyes, Lavinia arched her back, arms spread, and wave after wave rolled through her body, lifting her further off the ground with each crest. It seemed completely right and natural. 
that she didn't come back down. She was three feet in the air before Sally realized it was happening. Her mouth dropped open. The supernatural had been part of her life for five years with the vampire plague, but she was stunned at the sight of her beloved singing in ecstasy to the sun, twirling in midair, supported by nothing but the waves of power rippling through her body. Stepping out into the full sun herself, she had to admit that she was jealous. But I could take her up on her offer, she realized. I could have this, too. Lavinia was surging higher now. If she reached up, Sally could have just touched her toes. If she distracted Lavinia, would she realize that she was flying and fall and hurt herself? Suddenly she shot up above where Sally could reach. Sally suddenly pictured her dwindling to a little black dot, Moonin flying back to the one-eyed god, vanishing like a stray thought. With every ounce of strength she had, she leaped, her hands wrapped around Lavinia's big warm feet. Terrified and thrilled, Sally watched the ground dwindle beneath her own feet. Her palms were already sweaty. Soon they'd slide right off the slippery skin. If she let go right now, she was pretty sure she could land without breaking her ankle. But Lavinia's sure, powerful hands were wrapping around her wrists. Those hands, which had stroked her face, spanked her ass, warmed her cold hands in the dark, now pulled her up. Her face bumped Lavinia's knee. Then Lavinia was pulling Sally safely into her arms. She wrapped her legs around Lavinia's hips. For a moment she couldn't look at how high they were. She pressed herself tight and looked only at Lavinia's eyes. But her eternal fascination with the world, even when it might hold death, led her to look down over the curve of Lavinia's brown shoulder. They weren't actually that high, maybe thirty feet or so. She was thrilled beyond belief to be flying, suspended in midair in her lover's arms with nothing beneath them. The natural amphitheater opened above like a stone fan, graceful and symmetrical. Above that, the coastal highway ribboned empty in either direction, and green hills rose above all. Lavinia undulated against her, sending bolts of quivering desire through her belly. She had never been so in Lavinia's power. Lavinia seemed to take it as given that she was flying. As she moved enticingly against Sally, her face flamed with potential. Her breath was like the rush of the ocean. Sally felt too exposed, too vulnerable. Anyone below could see right up her. One fluttering thought wondered where that family with the kid was, but she was on fire to be penetrated, and the beautiful air all around her, Lavinia's electric skin all along her slippery front. She felt like she was turning inside out with desire. I trust. I choose this. She surrendered. This was perfect. This was perfect. Her whole world was her lover. 
Looking into her eyes, she opened herself in every way. She risked everything. It was worth it. The sun gleamed on their angelic skin. Lavinia raised a knee, sliding it between her thighs. She gasped, rubbed her wet and singing lips against that luscious smoothness. Lavinia held her firmly, one hand against her back, the other cupping her left ass cheek, fingers playing, sliding. Oh, my God, her fingers! Sally arched against her one true love, cried out for eternity together, orgasmed in a salty, sweaty gush of liquid gold that cleansed her like living fire. The next second she kissed Lavinia so hard that their teeth knocked together. Lavinia kept a firm hold on her but started to spin them around. The sun danced across her face, and she saw that they were pretty high up now, as high as the roadway. She blushed, but had no slightest thought of stopping. My wife, she affirmed in a fine, powerful exhale. Lavinia soared on those words, her orgasm song reaching a sustained peak. The rush of their ascent sent thrills through Sally's legs and toes. She sang too, but she was at last getting worried again. I trust, I trust, she reminded herself. Her hands were slippery against Lavinia's back, and the air around them was getting colder. That's the end for this week. This story, as all of this stuff, is copyright 2014 by me, Michael Litsky. For the print version of this episode, information about the background music and more, you can visit my website, www.michaellitsky.com. That's just my name, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-L-I-T-Z-K-Y. Next week, Volume 3, Chapter 9, entitled, That Choice Again. See you next week. <laughs>